what the rock is cooking. Is it toast? No, you are having a stroke. Um, toast is the best. It is 9-14, April 26. The day before this podcast has to be released. We are recording solo. We're going to release it tomorrow. This is poor planning on my part. My tongue hurts. I think I bit it. I think I have a canker, sir. My mouth is an absolute is an absolute shit show at the moment. I don't like it. I don't like my mouth. I've always said that. I've said that for years. I don't like my mouth. Wish I didn't have it. Wish I had a different mouth. I went to a plastic surgeon to try to, you know, change my mouth. And he told me he could do the outside. But he can't do the inside. I said, I, I want from the lips to my uvula. I want that, you know, my lips to that dangly thing that hangs down in my throat. All right? <clears throat> I want it gone. He said, sir... You can't do that here. You need to leave this Home Depot right away. You can do anything you want in a Home Depot. Anything. I knew a kid. He went in there. He didn't come out. He didn't come out for three weeks. He came out knowing how to use a jigsaw and knowing how to drain life from another human being. Yeah, he came out. He knew how to mix and pour cement, build a very, very sturdy fence, and had to bury people underneath it. He was the best with hammers, knives, his bare hands. In Home Depot, his job was to kill, period. I'm not saying that that all these, these Home Depot employees are going to take out this one guy. All I'm saying is you're going to need a lot of hefty, big garbage bags. The kid drew first blood, and I'm cool with that. Go ahead. Do it. Live it up a little bit. Draw a little blood in here. It's cool when Machine Gun Kelly does it. It's cool when when Angelina Jolie does it. It's cool when Billy Bob Thornton does it. But when this juvenile delinquent draws blood, the shovel aisle of Home Depot? And now he's going to jail? Come on. Come on. The hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. Where's fucking Al Gore in this? My mouth hurts. My wisdom teeth need to get removed. At least that's what the dentist said. But do you believe dentists? I'm not sure if I believe my dentist. I'm... Like, there's a chance that he's lying. Is all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying all dentists are liars, but I am going to say that they want to kind of perform a surgery. They want to get that upkeep. They want to get that money. I'm not saying don't go to the dentist. Get your teeth cleaned. Figure it out. You got a fucked up mouth. Figure it out. But I saw one thing on Twitter five years ago that said that wisdom tooth surgery is the most overprescribed surgery in the world. Would they lie to me? Would Twitter lie to me? I don't think so. What would Twitter gain from it? What would Twitter gain from lying to me? Nothing. No, this is the Hell Yeah Podcast. This is going to be a real short episode. I just wanted to make sure to give you guys something today. I want to give you a little treat, a little something something to nibble on. Um, a little a little Rice Krispie treat. Ooh, what's in there? Is it Ritalin? <laughs> a little bit. Because you guys deserve this. You could read a book. You could read a book about astrophysics or like the creator of storage containers. But instead, 
You go and you and you listen to the Hell Yeah podcast, hosted by me, Michael Nordstrom, and you say to yourself, wow, he could be better at this. Wow, he has a weird voice. You could say things, you, you're probably saying things to yourself like, wow, it doesn't seem like he has a lot of self-esteem at the moment. Like, wow, he's recording an episode the night before it has to be released, and he still has to edit it, and it's 9.20 now? Psst. Is he a loser? I don't know, but it's intriguing. I want to hear more. I want to hear, hear more of his takes on life. Probably saying things to yourself like, wow, I am falling in love with his eyes. I get that a lot. Sorry, I'm a taken little boy. All right, not the Liam Neeson kind, but the normal relationship kind. So, peek your eyes somewhere or somewhere else. Anyway, so you're probably saying all these hurtful things, but I appreciate you coming and listening to the podcast. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to my family. We're family. Me and you. Me and you are family at this point. Like, you're going to be the best man at my wedding. Or the best, you're going to be the best person at my wedding. Anyone who hears this, you're going to be the, the best man, the person standing beside me at my wedding. Factual. It's written in contract, okay? You are going to be my wedding party. Okay? You're going to have to throw a bachelor party. You don't know what I like. You don't know what I like. And, and you're going to ask. You say, hey, Michael, what do you want to do for your bachelor party? And I say, I don't know. Surprise me. You're going to be lost, okay? You're going to think, oh, uh, rock climbing. Maybe he wants to go rock climbing. Maybe he wants to do wind sprints outside of a Best Buy. Okay, maybe he wants to go to a nice dinner and, and, and eat all of their asparagus. Say, hey, waiter, can I have uh, all of your asparagus? All of it? Wrong. Wrong. All of those things, okay? It's not going to be a good job be standing beside me at my wedding. I'm going to freak out. I'm going to be a lot of tears, okay? A lot of tears. So you're going to have to handle a lot, but it's still an honor. So, you know, accept. And don't let me down, because I will Yelp. I will leave a bad Yelp review. <laughs> if you're not a good best man, okay, I'm leaving a bad Yelp review. No one's going to want you to be their best man ever again. Forget it. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Please. Um, so this is the Hell Yeah Podcast. We give advice here. I'm your host, Michael Nordstrom, like I said. And uh, we got we got a couple of questions. And, you know, we're going to keep it nice, short, concise, to the point. So me and you, we can get out of here. And you can keep on enjoying your, your audio books about uh, Oscar the Grouch. Or the creation of the Communist Manifesto. Or the Backyardigans. Whatever you're doing, you can get back to that. We'll keep this nice and concise. First question. A woman, 23 female, seems to be flirting with me. 24 male, at the gym. But I am grotesquely overweight and confused. So the title is Goofy as Hell. Let me explain. I used to be in a pretty decent shape. I went to the gym pretty regularly, and then the pandemic happened. Turned to alcohol as an escape. World opened up and was still an alcoholic. I gained around 80 pounds. Woke up two months ago and realized this was no way to live. 
dropped the liquor. Got back to the gym, been losing weight, lost 25 pounds in the last two months. The weight doesn't really worry me. I have a decent grasp on how nutrition works, and losing weight is easy to me. And I generally enjoy working out. However, I'd be lying if I said my confidence isn't absolutely shot after being a lazy alcoholic for two years. Didn't even want to think about possibly dating. Needed to get my shit together first. However, I met a woman that goes to the gym frequently about a month and a half ago. Probably two weeks after I started going and I obviously found her attractive. Uh, but I didn't really think about it much because I thought, no chance in hell. I'm overweight as hell right now, okay? No way I would have a chance. However, I didn't think much of it, but I kept seeing her, and I just saw her as an acquaintance. But she constantly was staring at me, honestly, a little fucking weird, okay? For a while, I thought it was because I must have smelt like shit. So I started showering for longer and making sure I had that Axe body spray on me. I talk to her every now and again, and our interactions are very positive. Uh, she starts laughing at stuff I didn't even intend to be humorous. Uh, just wondering what y'all think. Could she just be being nice because I'm fat? And I would have no chance anyway. So it's like I'm someone she can speak to with no risk of me trying something. Or what's the deal? This is the first time I've been in public as an overweight person. I was mostly closeted and worked from home the whole time. And my social skills clearly deteriorated pretty badly. Working on being normal again, but probably going to take some time. Well, dude, you're being a little too hard on yourself. Take a chill pill, dude. 80 pounds, that's not that bad. You've already lost 25, so that's, I don't know, math. Math it up at home. But you've lost already a good amount of weight. Just don't, don't be, don't get hard on yourself. Don't be down on yourself. Ladies are talking to you, okay? First thing, get rid of the axe. Get rid of the axe body spray. I think it's confirmed at this point that nobody likes it. Nobody likes the axe body spray. It's not a good choice. Okay, go out, get the uh, the Johnny Depp perfume, spray that up. A little bit of Sauvage by Dior. All right, you'll be smelling fresh. Okay, I get it. I get it. it's hard. You may be a little insecure, but uh, keep on going. Put yourself out there. Talk to her. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, it's bad for your mentality. You got a bad bad mindset. Just keep on doing what you're doing, dude. And everything's going to be fine. You're out here. You're killing the game. I'm proud of you. Everyone at home is proud of you. Keep on doing what you're doing. And, and get rid of the Axe Body Spray. Get some Johnny Depp stuff. Some Sauvage by Dior. Smell like you're digging graves in the desert. Dior Sauvage. Do you play guitar during lightning storms? Sauvage. I bet you got an old-fashioned way of thinking. Sauvage by Dior. Do you take 20 items in the 15 or less checkout line? Sauvage by Dior. Smell like a douche. I don't even know what it smells like. I bet it smells amazing. I bet, 
I bet it smells good. Dude, get yourself some Sauvage by Dior. Smell like you, like you fucking own a exotic animal. You know, uh, smell like you have a best friend that's a panther. Smell like Johnny Depp. Looks like he smells like a Michael's craft store and a hot topic. Guy, right, question number two. Uh, how do I make new friends? I recently cut off all my friend groups because they turned out to be really terrible people. But now that I have no friends, pretty much, and I'm unsure of how to make new friends, I feel like I'm too old to make new friends. Anybody have advice on how to make new friends? Thank you in advance for your help. Dude. You're never too old to make friends. It's about where you're going. What are you doing? Okay, don't go to the movies to make friends. No one's talking in a movie theater while you're watching, you know, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. No one's talking. No one's hanging out. You want to go where people are chatting it up. Like, where you say? I don't know. Have you tried church? Have you tried uh, learning about God? Being right with the Lord? With the right-minded people, yeah, that's where you should go, okay? Church picnics, it's somewhere to go every Sunday. You're forced to talk to people. You have to go and talk to people. It's part of the thing. They say, say hello to your neighbor. Boom, there you go. Friends. Also, once you get friendly with the Lord, what other kind of friends do you need? What other friends matter? Once you got the power of God on your side, the the good book. I don't know. Also, you could try, you could read one of those like alpha dude books, like The Art of Persuasion and Influence. Uh, and you could learn how to manipulate people. You could learn how to manipulate people into being your best friend, which I think that's what those books are about, right? It's like how to, it's like how to influence, all right, it's... How to manipulate people um, into being your best friend at the mini golf course. Whatever you got to do to get it done, I don't know, go out. Pick up some hobbies. Pick up um, Italian horseshoes at your local park, okay? Get in the crowd. Get with the people. Start figuring out and having fun. That's key. You got to have fun. You got to be loose. Don't go in there with these weird pressures like, hey, I want to be, I need a friend right now. You're, people are going to smell the desperation on you. Smell it. You got to go in there with no expectations. Go in there and just have a good time. Don't pressure yourself. And once you stop pressuring yourself, boom. What are you going to find? You're going to find friends. But you can't pressure people into being your friends. They're going to smell it a mile away. They're going to think you're weird. They think that you're creepy. They're going to think that you got a uh, an underground tunnel system that you're dad dug and and then you found it when you inherited the house and then you go exploring the tunnels and you find out that it's filled with a bunch of uh, obscure taxidermy hybrids they're gonna think that so take it a little easy when you're meeting new people keep it loose keep it fun keep it within the lord's bubble and i think that's damn good advice and I think, um, I think that I really appreciate you guys coming and listening. Like I said, this was going to be a short one, nice and concise, so you can get back to um, boiling water or fishing or 
or drunk driving. I love you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends, with your family, with your loved ones, with, with your coworkers, with your teachers, with, with random people on the street. Share the podcast. All love, all peace. Follow us on Instagram at the Hell Yeah Podcast. Follow me, Michael Nordstrom. I got t-shirts for sale if you want to buy a t-shirt. We got all sorts of t-shirts. Um, so go on my website, michaelnordstrom.com. Buy yourself a shirt. Have fun with it. Have fun with your life. Have fun with us. This is the Hell Yeah Podcast. I appreciate you, and good night. Because I'm gonna tell you the wrong thing